Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your hosts, Philip Randazzo and JT Burns. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and I am very, very excited to bring you guys another very special, very amazing episode with my dear friend and someone who you are going to learn a whole lot from, the one, the only Mrs. Lauren Feather. And Lauren Feather is one of those people who you just, you you never know what she's up to. She is someone who, from a very early age, was a person who was always thinking outside the box. Um, her dad w- was a person who was actually instrumental in helping me kind of realize my entrepreneurial side. Not so much that he was a, you know, a mentor or a guide, like a guidance person to me specifically, but he asked me some very strategic questions when I used to go over to Lauren's house and hang out that kind of got me thinking, got me kind of asking myself these questions like, okay, can I work for somebody else? Um, or am I the person that needs to, to build up his own company and be his own boss? So Bill Feather, if you're hearing this, thank you. I appreciate everything that you did for me. Um, and so with Lauren Feather, guys, she is the founder, owner of the Best Kept Secret Boutique. Uh, and I'm going to get to her her actual bio here in a second, but I just want to point out, Lauren started the Best Kept Secret Boutique when she was 19 years old at pretty much the height. It, maybe the recession was starting to kind of have its downturn. This might have, I think it was 2011, um, and she decided to open up a one-store boutique clothing shop in it. And when she's 19 years old at the, at the height of the recession. Now, who is crazy enough to do such a thing? Uh, the answer is Lauren Feather. And not only did she succeed, she succeeded immensely. She she came to open a second store. She's someone who has the entrepreneurial bug. She ha- She's wired for entrepreneurship. She was taught entrepreneurship at a, at a young age from her dad. And she is someone who... I personally have learned a lot from in my life and is someone that I know you all can learn a whole lot from. If you listen to this podcast and and take note of what insights that she has, and believe me, there are a lot of them. So let me get into her actual bio here. So Lauren is a 23-year-old Las Las Vegan who has taken a leap into the fast lane. Growing up, Lauren always possessed a passion for fashion, constantly in search of trendy and edgy clothing. Lauren quickly realized that department and specialty stores were committing a major fashion faux pas. Ooh, would you believe it or not? (laughs) The victims, young women looking for cute, affordable, and quality clothing. Not too long ago, Lauren spent the day searching for a perfect dress for her sorority formal, going from store to store with her sorority sisters. And I'm going to cut to the chase here because Lauren sent me a long as hell uh, bio of herself and this is all great stuff, but here's what happened. Lauren was frustrated. She didn't want to spend $100, $200, $300, whatever crazy amount that you girls spend to wear a dress for one day. I can't, I can't even imagine that. But Lauren was fed up. She was fed the hell up. And so she decided, instead of sitting on her ass and saying, you know what, this isn't for me, um, you know, I'm just really frustrated that clothing is so expensive. No, 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 Lauren's not like that. She 
took action and she said, you know what? If I can't find cheap, affordable clothing that's cute, I'm going to make it. Make it she did. And sorry, guys, you just heard my my phone ringing there. <laughs> Very unprofessional for a podcaster. But no, she she said, look, if I can't find it, I'm going to make it. I'm not going to let this stuff get in my way. And so she did just that. She started the Best Kept Secret Boutique. She's been bringing fashionable, affordable clothing to young women throughout the Las Vegas area for about geez, four years now, and she's doing it at the highest level. And so it brings me great joy to bring this interview to you guys so that you can learn from the immense bank of wisdom that is Lauren Feather. So without further ado, thank you guys for tuning in, and please enjoy my interview with Lauren Feather. All right, hello guys. This is your host Philip Randazzo, and I am here with Lauren Feather. Lauren, how's it going? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad we got you on the show. Yeah, I'm very excited. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, for those of you who heard the introduction, Lauren is a very successful person. You know, all the way from when she was young, she had this idea that she wanted to create clothing for for particularly women. Um, at a much more affordable price, and you know, as you heard in the intro, her story is an awesome one. And so, Lauren, I just, I just want to kind of ask you to share with us your background story. So, for those of us who, or for those of the people that are listening to this interview, can you just kind of explain, you know, your childhood, uh, your growing up, your schooling, kind of what brought you to where you are today? Yeah, of course. Um. I would say my dad kind of brought me to where I am today. We moved around a ton when I was younger and he was in the hotel business. So everything business wise, I would say I learned just from growing up and um, I give a lot of credit to moving around and seeing a seeing a ton of different cultures and different ways that people live and things like that. So I kind of I kind of was molded into thinking outside of the box and thinking in a business, a business manner. Um, yeah. And then I went to Arizona State University and that's kind of how Best Kept Secret came to life for, for schooling. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So what would you say would be like some of the, the best lessons that your dad taught you or continues to teach you regarding thinking outside the box? Uh, Probably just to go for it. If you think that you have something that is different or something that can turn into, to an idea that that will be successful to not just sit around and and think about it, but to do it. Um, That's probably one of the things that he's drilled into me and my brothers is to, to do it and not just sit around and and talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. That's so awesome because you know, that, that, I think that's one of the things and something we talk about at the yield mastermind group a lot is that, you know, it's great if you have these thoughts about stuff that you want to do, but if you don't actually take action to accomplish it, nothing happens, like you just said. So, yeah, I think, exactly. Yeah, I think that's incredible that your dad did that for you. And, you know, I know your dad. And for those uh, for those listeners who don't know your dad, he's just an incredible guy. He's, he's the definition of an entrepreneur. He's got an, his hand in a whole bunch of different different things. And so, you know, just kind of going back to what you said, you know, you moved around a lot when you were a kid. Did you like... Mm-hmm. What what would be the what was like the most difficult thing about moving around a lot for you? Oh, 
probably leaving my friends, honestly, um, just because I was young. Like I didn't, I didn't think of it as an opportunity to going to a new place. Now I absolutely think it was the coolest thing ever, but I'm older now. So, so I get it. But at the time, I think it was leaving, leaving my friends. I didn't really have friends like that. I know or knew from, you know, people grow up with like best friends from first grade and that, that never was something that I, I had. So each time we moved, that was really hard, but it created me into a person that loves people. And I love learning about people and their stories and things like that. So that too, business, um, in a business sense is awesome just because I love to interact with people. So customer service, things like that. So, but I mean, when I was, when I was younger and moving around, it was, it was horrible leaving my friends. Yeah, of course. And it's funny because, you know, growing up, we, you, we have these things that we perceive as obstacles and things that we, we are not particularly happy about. And then, like you said, you know, looking back on it, it's, it was just such an incredible experience that helped kind of shape what you're, what you're doing now. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. So now if you could explain, um, you know, you, you're the founder of the Best Kept Secret Boutique, which is a clothing store um, located local here in Las Vegas. Um, can you kind of explain, you know, what was the, when, when did you know that you were going to open this store? Like what, at what point in your life, what was happening when you were like, I'm going to open a clothing store, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, you know, I'm going to take that leap. I'm not going to sit around and talk about how expensive stuff is anymore. I'm going to take the leap and, and do something about it. Yeah. So I, like I said before, I went to Arizona State University and I I joined a sorority and we always needed something to wear. So, you know, now in the social media age, people, it sounds so ridiculous, but it's true. People don't want to be photographed or seen in in outfits, like the exact same outfits. And that's (laughs) kind of how we thinking and it's and instead of spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a new outfit for every event that we had to go to I was like there has to be a way to get cute clothing make money off of it but not charge a ton of money to the consumer so I um I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be in the clothing world I or fashion world I thought of course business um something having to do with people but Never did I say I'm going to open up a clothing boutique until this idea kind of snowballed and it became um, reality for me. But that was kind of the turning point was when I went away for school and I, I had to buy all these outfits and I was like, this is this is ridiculous. I can't spend <laughs> all this money on on clothing. Yeah. And that's and that's so perfect because, you know, you. You saw where, you know, the market fell short and you saw where there was a need and you you jumped in and filled that need. And I think that's something that is so it's just not the norm today. You know, people I know for me personally, there's things that that I perceive as, a, as an obstacle and I just get frustrated and, and, you know, continue on my merry way. But for for you to see the need and actually fill it, you know, put you in a, in a class, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's it's crazy. And how old were you when you started this? 19. That's see that's that's just so incredible to me. It's such an awesome story. <laughs> Ooh, thanks. Yeah. So now with with this, you know, you you came up with this business, right? And you know, you were young, uh, 19 years old when you started this deal. You know, what what obstacles or what perceived obstacles did you have when you were, you know, okay, I'm going to open this clothing store. You know, what were the obstacles that you faced? 
Um, I was still, I was still in school, so I hadn't had all the, you know, textbook education at the time to open a business. And I mean, a lot of people, education is super important. I, I'm all for education. Um, but people kind of looked at me strangely, like, you're only 19. Do you, do you, are you sure you know what you're doing kind of thing? Like you haven't, you haven't graduated from college or you haven't finished this yet. You're so young. So that was kind of, uh, it kind of put me down like, oh shoot, am I, should I be embarrassed that I'm thinking out of the box this much and think that I can do something when I'm still a teenager or should I be proud and keep going to do it? So that was kind of a, um, a, a perceived, a perceived obstacle that I, I hit. Um, but then once I got going, another obstacle would have been, I opened during the recession in 2011 and things were getting better, but it wasn't, people weren't out spending all their money, but my, my brand and my, my boutique is affordable clothing. So I, I, then again, it kind of was at the right place at the right time. And it kind of just, like I said, snowballed and came, came to a reality. That's so awesome. And it's, it's funny that, you know, these, and for me, especially like when I, when I started my first personal training business, um, and I didn't have, you know, I was, I just turned 18. So I was just the age to get the certificate to start doing it. And I had the same feeling of like, man, should I actually go out and tell people I'm doing this? You know, I'm not, I'm so young. Like, are people going to look at me funny? Like I don't have a degree in, you know, exercise science. And it's, it's funny that you had that same feeling in. Yeah. it's so great that you you went out and tackled it. And, you know, I do agree with you that schooling is important. But I also think, and, and from a lot of the studying I've done on entrepreneurs, you know, I, schooling is great, but I don't think it actually prepares you for the real world. And I'm sure, you know, everything you learned in class maybe helps. But I think after you started this business, I'm sure you would you would agree that there's so many things that come up that school just cannot teach you. Oh, 100%. 100%. I... I, I was still in school. So I moved back to Las Vegas to do this and I went to UNLV and I was still in school and I would go to these entrepreneur classes and think that whatever my professor was saying was so crazy and straight out of a textbook and not reality. So yeah, absolutely. I agree. That's awesome. So now, you know, as everyone can already tell, you know, in the first 10 minutes of this interview, you have, you have this energy about you. You're definitely a people person, um, you know, to have the ability to start a business at 19 and not just to start a business, but to start a successful business at 19. Um, you know, you have to have an energy about you and, and, you know, with the yield mastermind group, we call this energy rocket fuel because it's, it's energy, you know, multiplied times 10, it's just crazy energy. And so, you know, where would you say that this energy of yours, you know, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What gets you excited? Where does your energy source come from? Probably, probably thinking of the future. You know, I, I grew up with a lot of, um, a lot of opportunity and I one day want to be a mom and that kind of fuels me like giving, giving my kids and even giving Ollie, like giving each other things that, that we, we want and having the opportunity to go travel and see different places and go experience 
um, different things, things like that. That kind of get keeps me keeps me going and want to want to keep going and be successful. Not that materialistic things are everything, not at all, but experiences and opportunities um, keep me going. And I just want to myself and my husband and my future kids, even my, my little dogs. I want to give them the, the <laughs> opportunity to experience experience life and not have to worry about worry about things. Yeah, that and that's incredible. And man, you know, so you 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 hit on looking towards the future. So how like how often do you you know look back at your you know your goals or whatever it is that you're setting for yourself? All the time. I um, I when I'm not running around like a crazy person, I I do kind of reflect on what what do. I want to do is this do I want to just have one store or do I want to franchise it do I want to have multiple locations like what what exactly am I going to do for the future do I want to stay in the fashion world or do I want to put my hands into something else like bigger hospitality other things and I I mean as an entrepreneur and I'm sure you know and everybody else knows um that that who has a brain that works this way you sometimes want to do more than one thing and kind of dabble in different different areas different industries and that's kind of where I'm at right now I I don't know I I I have to reflect on on exactly I want I want to do for the future and that is really important to focus on on your goals and to achieve them and not just sit around and and wait for things to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's awesome. And so, you know, what I'll just ask you now, you know, what is in store for you? You know, what's next? Are you are you looking to expand this best kept secret boutique um, you know, brand or are you looking to dabble in other things? What 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 are you most excited about right now? I love Best Kept Secret. It's my baby. It's my it's everything to me. But at the same time, I I see I see myself doing different things. I'm not exactly sure what. I I love the fashion world and things like that. It is going in different direct. So I have to kind of keep up and see if I if I want to stay in that industry or maybe keep keep the store and and do something do something else. I'm not quite sure yet. I I have a love for the hospitality world mm-hmm. um just because I grew up in it with my my dad. So I love the idea of hotels and maybe consulting, like doing a consulting business. I don't know, Philip. I, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's, hey, that's like like you mentioned earlier. The you know, people who have the type of brain that an, that an entrepreneur yeah. has, it's 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 a gift and a curse. You know, it's it's awesome yeah. because we're we're quick to jump at things, but at the same time, we're also quick to to get distracted. So yeah. Oh yeah. So, okay, awesome. So, Lauren, you know, for, for someone who's out there listening to this, they're a young person, they're interested in becoming an entrepreneur, they're interested in taking that leap, you know, they've been thinking about doing something for a while, um, and after hearing this, you know, they're just pumped up and they want to they wanna take that leap and start something. You know, what were what would you say to them about, you know, overcoming the obstacles that you faced when you first started doing this, you know, when you first started your business or when you first started executing your ideas? What were some of those obstacles and how would you recommend that people kind of kind of keep their eye on the prize? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say to keep going. Um, there's times that you're going to get super tired and, and not want to want to go to work the next day because when you do start a, a small business, you know, you, you have to start somewhere and usually it starts small and you're the only person that kind of is there all the time and you, you get burnt out. You absolutely get tired, but you have to, you have to stay focused and keep going. So my advice would be one, if you have an idea, 
and you have your eggs in a line and you can you can make make it work to do it don't don't sit around um absolutely execute it and go for it next would be to yeah keep going don't don't stop you're gonna get tired but that's totally totally normal and just keep keep going towards towards the end your end goal that you have and you'll absolutely achieve it one day. Oh, another thing would be don't get too high and don't get too low. That is a quote that my dad always says to me about That's things. That's great Sometimes advice. You get super excited about something, working it out. You're like, yes, this is it. This is going to, you know, this is going to make, all the money in the world if that's what your goal is or this mm-hmm. is going to bring me all the happiness in the world and you totally kind of got too high and it's not going to work and don't get too low about something kind of just stay in the middle work hard and it will it will definitely happen for you that is fantastic advice from <laughs> the awesome bill feather that's that's great yes. <laughs> that is great so you know for for someone who's young you know obviously resources versus resourcefulness is an issue. So for instance, mm-hmm. you know, being young, we, we may not have all the resources that someone who's older might have. So, you know, where, where did you fall short in, in the resources field? Like when you were starting out and, and how did you become resourceful to get your business launched and to, to start, you know, capitalizing on your business? I mean, to open up a, a single shop clothing boutique is not an easy thing to do. And then to be successful and, and, you know, you had opened a second store, that's not an easy thing to do. So how, how did you use your resourcefulness to, to build this thing and, and take it to where it is? Yes. Um, resourcefulness is probably one of the most important things when you are opening a business, um, whether it's fashion or food, whatever you might be doing, because like I got super excited and, and when I first opened, I got super excited and, and just flooded the store with every single coat and shirt and blouse that you could ever think of. And it it was all in the store and just kind of super overcrowded. And I learned, I learned very quickly that you can't just, you can't, I, you can't buy a ton of stuff, buy a ton of stock um, for your store or your, whatever, your business and think that that's, that's gonna, you, people are going to come in and buy that and you're going to be successful. You have to, you have to plan, you have to plan out what resources you have and see how long that's going to last you, how long, um, how long things are going to, going to stay on the shelf, things like that. So money is, a very important resource obviously when you open up <laughs> open up a mm-hmm. business you have to have money to keep it keep it going in the first few months that you're open you're not going to be making money i didn't i wasn't paying myself for probably the first year that i was open it was i was breaking even and the store was making money but in order to keep the store going i couldn't pay myself I'd have to put that money that the store was making back into the store um so money is very important you have to know how to manage it and and you'll learn you'll learn very fast I I mean (laughs) I I never was good at accounting or math I was never good at that I I like I like money and I can count it and stuff but I I never, I had no idea that, oh, I can't pay myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, and now, I mean, I'm much more, 
I'm much more in tuned and I, I know exactly what's going on um, today, four years later. But when I first opened, it was just kind of like, wow, I have all this, this, these resources and I'm just going to throw it in there and see kind of what happens. But you absolutely have to have a, have a plan and, and kind of, you kind of, your life takes a back seat for, for a few months, maybe even a year. And you have to kind of realize that. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome, and I think you you know you made a great point there. It's like the the sink or swim moment. You can't you know you yeah. you might you may not be good with money, but if you want to start a business, you're gonna you're gonna learn pretty damn quick, or else there's gonna oh, be yeah. some problems. <laughs> so that's awesome. I think I think that's something that that the listeners need to hear is that you know your life or you know certain things may need to take a backseat for a little while, but. If something really is that passionate to you or if something really is your dream to, to make happen or to have something come into fruition, um, you know, you have to be willing to put other things aside for a while. And so congrats to you for making that happen. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. So now this is just a personal question. Is it what's what's coming up uh, for you personally? I know you said you're you're kind of looking at a bunch of different things professionally, but what about personally? Are there... Is there any kids in store in the future here soon, or what's going on? Um, uh, no, I have my I have my dogs that are my my babies for now. I mean, <laughs> I'm so busy, I can't even think about. And so is Ollie. Like we don't even we don't even think about you know kids and stuff like that. But personally, I'm not I'm not sure. We just when we do have downtime, we we take it super seriously because our schedules are so opposite that that we take it very seriously and either we we do absolutely nothing or we go we go out and hike or we 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 do something but um yeah, yeah we don't even have time to even think about that right now <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, one day one day one yeah day. no i i totally get it i totally understand <laughs> but but i think it's i think it's important to note though that that you guys are super intentional with the time that you have and you know someone who's trying to get a business off the ground or who's trying to get through school and work a job at the same time, you know, you can't, you can't lollygag with the time that you have. You have to be intentional and, and use it to a, to a, a good end. And so I think that it's awesome that, I mean, you can just, just by talking with you this short little bit, you know, and knowing you for as long as I've known you, you can tell that, you know, you're very intentional with what you do. You're, you're very, you know, when you have downtime, it's, it's being used to a purpose. Yes. And that is super important. I mean, I would love to do, I get asked to do things like for the business every day. People, people call the store multiple times a day. I get, I get people that come into the store and I would love, I would love to say yes to everything, but I need to have a personal life too. And the little time that I do have to kind of veg out and do nothing is, is really important to me me just because if, if you don't make time for things that you want to do and that make you happy like your hobbies and stuff then you're gonna be crazy <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be a mess <laughs> yep. amen so that, amen that is so important awesome awesome well thank you so much lauren so we've reached the point now where we're going to go through some rapid fire questions and so are you ready yes awesome all right so lauren what one book would you recommend Girl Boss by Sophia Amoroso. Awesome. All right. And then what one podcast or audio book would you recommend? Um, I love listening to NPR and TED Talks. Awesome. Yes, TED Talks are so incredible. Oh, 
they're amazing. Okay. So if you had to pick one part of your daily routine to do for the rest of your life, if you couldn't do any of the other parts, what would that one part be? It would be hanging out with my family or even just talking to them, whatever it might be, just some sort of connection to my family. <laughs> hey, that's incredible. All right. Um, so what what is your favorite movie? Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> that is that is so like you. <laughs> All right. Um, so here's a, here's a funny one for you. So if you had to watch one music video before you went to sleep every night, what would that music video be? Okay. Well, right now I'm. Don't make fun of me, but the Justin Bieber um, "Love Yourself" music video is so good. So that's just a phase, though. But probably that one for the rest of my life I, right now <laughs> that is hilarious I, I i i somehow knew that was coming but i'll, I'll have to go oh. check that out <laughs> oh man all right so lauren if you had to bring on another partner in your business and it had to be a professional athlete who would it be michael jordan oh i love that all right now lauren um, we've reached the end here. I want to let the audience know where they can find out more about you. So can you just let the audience know where they can find everything that is Lauren Feather or Best Kept Secret Boutique or what's coming up next? Yes, of course. Um, we, I do have a website. It's bestkeptsecretboutique.com. And then we're on all the social media. We're on Facebook and it's under Best Kept Secret Boutique. And then Instagram is BKS Boutique. And that kind of keeps you keeps you updated with, with what the store is doing and what I'm doing. So that's probably the best, the best way to do it. Incredible. All right. So Lauren, we always end the show with our guests sharing their favorite quote. So if you have a favorite quote, we would love to hear it. Yes. Um, happiness is not something ready-made. It comes from your own actions, and that is from the Dalai Lama. Incredible. Incredible. Yes. Lauren, thank you so much. You've shared so much with, with me and with our audience, so much that can be taken and used, so much that can be acted on. We, we all really appreciate your time, and we wish you all the best. Thank you. This was so fun. I appreciate it. <laughs>